Welcome to Impact Television. I think this is like our 22nd episode. So awesome. I'm sitting here with Tarek El Moussa of the hit show Flip or Flop, HETV. Beyond that, he's an awesome guy. I actually met him first uh, a few years back. We were going to Park City, Utah. He was on the same plane. Super yeah. nice. Sometimes these celebrities are like, eh, yeah, I'm too cool for you. Yeah, but he yeah. was actually not too cool for me. We actually hit it off, and here we are today. Uh, so, such an honor to have you and really stoked to talk about a few topics with you. Our audience comprises of investors and business people and technologists across the nation, some around the world. Can you give a little bit about your background, Tark, for the one or two people that may not know your story? Okay, sure. Okay. Um, so, wow. Today I'm 39 years old. I've been in the real estate business since I was 20 years old. And I actually got into the real estate business right out of high school. I started getting my license when I was 20. You know, the JCPenney pants, the white socks. You know, I was a kid. I was like a really young kid. And my first six months in the business, I was young. I was hungry. I was motivated. I worked so hard. I made zero dollars. Right. Okay. I made nothing. And I remember being so sad and so depressed. I said, I'm 20 years old. I'm finally an adult. I'm trying to be a professional. And I'm failing. Right. And that was like my moment. I said, well, maybe I need to go back to school. Right. And I didn't want to go back to school. So at that time, I think it was a few days, a few days later after I came to this realization that I had made no money. I found out something called real estate coaching. Okay. At 20 years old, I didn't even know that you can get a real estate coach. I had a baseball coach, a football coach, a hockey coach. Okay. So I went and I got a coach. I went to a free seminar, signed up for coaching, thousand bucks a month. I couldn't afford it. Right. At the time, I was living at my mom's house in the garage because my parents got divorced. She rented out my bedroom for 400 bucks a month and I didn't have it. And she put you in the garage? She put me in the garage. At least I had somewhere to go. My gosh. Better than the backyard. Come on, mom. (laughs) And it wasn't even a converted garage. It was like I'd I'd come home from work, I'd push the button, the garage door would open, and I had a a cot in the middle of this garage. So I was motivated. At least you could sneak out of the house without anyone knowing. Okay. So so you're in in the garage. I'm in this garage. I'm super broke. I'm desperate. I'm thinking about quitting real estate. I go to this event. I sign up for coaching a thousand bucks a month. And I'm like, how am I going to pay this? But this coach convinced me I was the smartest guy in the world. He convinced me I can do anything. He convinced me I was going to be a rock star agent. So this coach sold me. And I'm so glad he sold me, by the way. Right, right, right. So I signed up for the coaching. I did exactly what my coach said, plus 10. Like, I worked harder than anyone's ever worked. Right, right. And I ended up making $120,000 in 90 days. Wow. And so where were you doing the real estate back then? Was it primarily in Orange County? or It like was Southern California. Southern California. So, so you got to imagine my life. I'm 20 years old. I'm right. poor. I can't put gas in my car. Right. 90 days later, I'm, I made $120,000. Right, right, right. And, and I actually bought a million-dollar house. That's amazing. So I went from living in this garage right. to buying a million-dollar house. Right. And you know my business partner, Pete sure. DeBest. I remember yeah, yeah. at the time, I go to Pete. I said, hey, Pete. Right. And I was a young kid. Pete was a little right. bit older. Sure. S- successful already. He was a mentor to me. Right. And I go, Pete, there's this house I want to buy. He's like, you can't buy this house. You're crazy. I'm like, yeah, right. yeah, I could buy it. I said, give me a loan. He goes, right. I'll see what I can do. Okay. So he got me a loan right, for the house. Right, and, right. and that was the beginning so of my real estate career. Tell me about that spark that led you to real estate. What was the seed on that? Why did you go in that direction when you were 20 years old? And no, no disrespect, but JCPenney jeans, dude, come on. I mean, those guys are like teetering on bankruptcy. They keep going in and out, in this and out. This was a long time ago. We'll put JCPenney to the side right now. But let's go back to that seed. What was the fire that got you into real estate? Okay. So... I was a teenager or just turning 20 years old and I was dating a girl at the time and their family was in real estate. The mom had sold real estate and invested in real estate and the dad, like me and him were like super close friends. We hung out all the time. Right. And he used to be a real estate investor, but apparently he gambled all his houses away. Okay. Um, so that's when I, I saw the life they were living and the money they had. Right. And I was like, so real estate. And I didn't really think much about it because I didn't sure. want to go sell real estate. 
And I, at the time, I was selling kitchen knives for Cutco. Have you heard of those? Kitchen knives? I come to your house. I'll, I'll cut the penny. I'll cut the rope, whatever you really? need. Really? Yeah. So, like, you just go to someone's house, yeah. and you're selling them knives? Yeah, okay. I was a knife salesman. Nice. And I was doing knife pretty good. Okay. Right. I was doing pretty good. I was right. actually one of the top salesmen, uh, salespeople in the country. Wow. Believe it or not, that's selling fantastic. knives. Well, hey, that's a good I mean, yeah. It's better than ice cubes to Eskimos. <laughs> right. I mean, knives, I like that. Okay, right. that's cool. So, it was, it was uh, back in 2000. Uh, 2000 ooh, this was 2002, I think. Right, right. So, I had all my leads in a sales book, and I was a young, unorganized right. kid. Right, I lost my sales book. Oh. So, I put myself out of business overnight. My I goodness. didn't database. I didn't have a second Nothing. book. That was the right, book. Right, right. So I'm standing at this Washington Mutual in Cerritos, California. Okay. I'm staring at the ATM and I'm like looking at my account balance, just thinking like, what are you going to do? Like right. you are in so much trouble. And I had a moment, I looked up to the right and there right. was a, a crooked sign. Okay. It says, wise old owl. Okay. Real estate school. Right. And I had a moment. So I had it a was moment. a sign. It was, it was a, a sign. A literal and sign. And you invested into that sign. I invested into that sign. Look for that crooked sign in your life, okay? Never pass up an opportunity. So. Right. I look at the sign and it hit me. I was like, if I could sell these knives, I could sell those houses. Right, right, right. So I took the money out of my account. I walked over. I signed up for my real estate classes and I got licensed. Oh, fantastic. So that journey started when you were 20 years old. So what has happened over the past two decades? I mean, you've rise to this incredible fame and success with this show, your business acumen, just knowing about real estate, the right time to go in, how to up, update a home and then turn it around. Can you talk a little bit about that journey? Sure, sure. So, you know, after the market crash, 2007 and 8, I was broke again, sold my house, sold my cars. I was back to an apartment. I was crying in the bedroom. You know, I was right. starting over. Okay. Felt like I was 20 years old again. Um, and, and I was doing a short sale. I think it was mid to late 2009. And I worked so hard on this deal. I mean, I think I spent 13 months on this deal. Right. First lien, second lien, HOA lien, IRS right, lien. Right. And I just worked so hard. And I remember right. at the end, I got this commission check. It was like $7,000. Right. Okay, seven thousand. Seven thousand. And then I remember the buyer, my investor, you know, painting the house, putting in carpet, and selling it. But right. he made one hundred and twenty-seven thousand dollars. So that was the moment. That's when you. That was the exact moment right. when I said, "Wait a minute! Right, I'm on the wrong side of the equation." Exactly. I knew if I wanted to be successful, make real money, I had to become an investor. Right. So then, of course, I pitched everybody, asked everybody for money, and they all said yes. That's a joke. Oh, I'm like, wow. You're like, you're going to just turn anything into gold. Okay. That's amazing. Everybody, like, okay. I was driving through okay. the Taco Bell drive through right, right. I'm like, hey, do you want to invest okay. in real estate? Everybody right. said no. So I found okay. someone dumb enough. His name was Pete. Okay. The best. Pete the best. Your yeah. partner. Okay, yeah. got it. Okay. So I, I go to Pete. I'm like, listen, man. And, and I didn't just come to Pete. Like, Pete knew me. I was young. I was sure. successful. At the time, I was broke. But he had seen what I did in the past. Right. And... He said yes, and I was sure. shocked. I was like, there's no way. So we decided we're going to flip houses. Four okay. days later, right. uh, we go to the auction in Santa Ana, California. We buy this place for 115000 We right. We put, I think it was $17,000 into it. Right. And we ended up making a net profit of $34,000 in 60 days. That is awesome. That was the moment. I'm right. like... I am never going to sell a house again. If I could do this once, I could do it twice. If I could do it twice, right, I could right. do it 20,000 right. times. So that's where I became sure. obsessed with real estate. Right. Okay? But here's the funny thing about that first flip. That same week that we bought the flip before we started the work, right. I was at a real estate convention in Las Vegas, California. And I was Las Vegas, California. Las Vegas. No, no, Las Vegas, Nevada. Dude, I was going to say. Las Vegas, Nevada. I know this has been a pretty crazy year. Well, I was in Las but Vegas. I wouldn't be surprised if Las Vegas is now in California. There is a chance okay. based on what's Maybe. happening. There used to be a nightclub called Las Vegas in Orange County, but that didn't last long. But back to your story. Yeah, I wonder why. Okay, probably. Because it was in California. It, it didn't work. California. Las Vegas should only be in Nevada. It should okay? only be in Nevada. Exactly. Okay, where, where okay. was I in my story? Okay, I was talking no, about you're Las Vegas, the journey. California. You bought that house and, and you were like teetering oh, on. Oh, there yeah. it is. Okay, okay. Your first so one. I'm, at, I'm at this real estate seminar and 
I always sat, there's 5,000 people in this room, and I always sit in the very back because right. I don't want to talk to people. It's Vegas. I got no sleep. I'm always, sure. you know, I went out the night before. Okay. So I get invited to the front row, and this, this guy runs across stage because he noticed I wasn't feeling well. I was actually right. feeling a little bit sick. Oh, because you were probably out the night before. Absolutely. Did you even go to bed, or did you just go straight through? Um, I'm pretty sure I went straight through. Maybe straight I got through. an hour of sleep. So we, I was we've done guy. that a few times uh, over here, too. Yeah, so, we, but, we've okay. all done it. You, too. Okay. Okay, so right. I'm in the front. This guy comes up. He's a real estate agent out of Palm Springs. He goes, here's some Advil water. You look right. like you need it. In front of like everybody. And I'm sure. like so embarrassed. Okay. But I was sitting in the front row. Right. And the reason I was in the front row is because I was friends with the vice president of the real estate company I worked for. Sure. And their managers, uh, one of the manager and the wife left. So two spots open. Right. So at the break, you know, all these big hitters, these like rich people, all these seven-figure earners come up to me and my ex-wife. They're like, who are you guys? What do you do? And right. I'm like, well, what am I going to say? We're nobodies? Like, what do I say? So, you know, we talked to them sure. and then I started asking them questions. Right. And normally, like, I'd go talk to successful people right, and they'd right, just right. ignore me. Sure. Right? sure. Like, yeah. talk to you. Of course. But this yeah. time they were right. talking to me. So I'm like, like, this is my shot. This is your shot. So I was like, what do you do to make money? And right. then he starts telling me about his local TV show in Palm Springs, California, and how he gets recognized at the grocery store. Right, right. I'm like, well, it's cool to be famous and all, but do you make right. money? Right. And his answer was yes. He okay. said, people see me on TV, right. they see me in town, right. and they do business with me. Right. So then I go home, and I'm like banging my head against the wall. I'm okay. like, I need to get on TV. Like, right. I need a TV show. And since show. you had those Advils, you could just bang your yeah, head I keep multiple times, head. and you're totally fine. Okay. So I, I didn't know what to do. And okay. I was like, I was just, it was, it was literally right. sitting on my couch in San Clemente, and I was like, I need to get a TV show. Right. And then it hit me. I'm like, right. well, wait a minute. I just bought my first flip. That's right. I'm like, why don't we flip houses on TV? There you go. So then I pitched Flip or Flop. So that, okay. ex- that night, I came up with the idea. Right. I started Googling production companies right, right, and just right, started right. emailing. You want to do a sure, house flipping sure, show? You sure. want to do a house flipping show? Just like that. Just like and that. And then you hit HGTV as one of the no, the, that, so, no, not at all. Not at okay. the beginning. So first you start with the production company and Got then it. they sell it to the network. Got it. Okay. So I sent pictures and a bio sure. and, and a, you know, we were young, decent right, looking. Right, so, right. Okay. you know, their right, company called right. Pytown Productions out of uh, Hollywood, they responded. Okay. And we did the sizzle video. It was a two day shoot and we pitched it to all the networks right. and went, we didn't hear anything. Right. So we gave up on the idea. It was like 10 months later, we randomly get a phone call out of the blue. Right. And it was the production governor there said, you're not going to believe this, right. but HGTV wants to do a pilot. Got it. So we're like, awesome. Okay. So then we're like, let's shoot a pilot. Right. And we shot the pilot, and then they're like, well, there's, you know, the odds of getting picked up for a show are pretty slim. It's going right. to take a real long time sure. and this and that. Right, right. We shoot the pilot. Yeah. Two weeks later, we get a call from the network, and they want, they want to go to series. Oh, that's so awesome. So I was so excited, right. and then we get the contract. Right. And the contract, I'm reading the contract, and it says... You have to do 13 episodes in 10 months. Okay. Okay, well, there's a lot of problems. One, I've never been on TV. Right. Two, I don't know how to flip houses. Okay. (laughs) Well, you flipped one. I flipped one. Okay, right. Three, I don't have any money. Okay. So, of course, I signed it. Sure. You know, because I have nothing to lose. You have nothing to lose. You can't sue me for credit card debt. Like, what are you going to take? Right, okay. You can have the credit cards and the upside-down cars, no problem. (laughs) So, I signed the contract, and, you know, I went all in. Right. And I I talked to Pete, and I was like, listen, man, we're going to do this. Right. And I said, I'll bring the deals, you back me, let's partner, let's make this happen. Right. And, you know, the, the reason we found success so fast is because of the amount of work I put right, in. Right. So I had to figure out how to flip houses sure. after signing a contract right. to do it on TV. Right. So I would work all day. I would right. work all day from like the morning time sure. till nighttime. Exactly. And I'd get home from the office around 8 o'clock at right. night. And right. then every night I would leave my house from 10 p.m. to 4 a.m. Right. And I would leave my house because I was driving by all the properties that were going to the auction the next day. Sure, sure, Because we couldn't bid on houses that were occupied because of the show. We didn't have enough time. Right. 
And I just put in so much work that I think the first year we did three houses, then it jumped to 18, then 46, nice. then 88. So we just Fantastic. exponentially right. grew. And at the right. same time, my TV show, they almost canceled Flip or Flop before it ever aired. So right. someone at the network thought it was too risque for the network. Right. They aired us on a Thursday night. Sure. And it was from 11 p.m. to 12 a.m. Right. They were right. trying to right. burn us off sure. the air. Yeah. Okay. It's like no marketing. The very first night we premiered, from the beginning of the hour to the end of the hour, the viewership on their channel rose record-breaking amount. Amazing. And what do you think was that, that precipice that created that, that growth? I think people liked us. It was they it. Liked the, they right. liked the personality. Right. They liked that we were young. We had no idea what we were doing. Right. We had good banter. Right. Um, and, and take me back to that relationship, that friendship with Pete, because we have thousands of entrepreneurs that are watching this right now. And a lot of times they're going into investments, they're going into building their business on their own. They're, they're over a cliff. But you went in in, in conjunction with Pete. Tell, tell me the perspective of having a partner like that going into a business versus just doing it on your own and, and what the benefits are in your opinion. Oh, I mean, there are so many benefits. Right. You know, as, as one guy, I can only do so much on my own. And, right. And without Pete, you know, it, like, where am I going to come up with the money? Right, well, who's right. going to do the accounting? Who's sure. going to take care of the books? Like, right. you know, all that real smart, the smart people stuff, sure, I call sure. it, you know? Right, right, right. Pete's, Pete's fantastic airplanes that. have two pilots. Yeah, no, exactly. You know? Airplanes have okay. two pilots. So it's, it's important to have business partners. Right. And, and he's been a great business partner. We've been business partners for a long time. Mm -hmm. But something really special happened with, with all this, right? Right, right. Through us flipping houses right. and getting this little unknown TV show, it just sure. grew and grew and grew. Right, right. And today, like... We've built this real estate brand right. that's known around the world, you know, and, and I'm proud to say my right. name, Tarek El Moussa, right. is known around the world because sure. of the work I've put in in the no, real absolutely. estate industry. Absolutely. My wife uh, and I, we actually build homes on the side and you've inspired so many of, of our projects and it's the lives that you touch inside the homes across America, around the world. Be really proud of what you're doing. And I feel like you're just at that turning point and where you're at. Now, through your journey, I know you've had a health scare, you've had challenges in work. One of the big things that we cover in Impact Television is the adversity, right? Because yeah. every day we have to deal with yeah. serious like crap, the right? The life of an and, entrepreneur. Right. When you get in your darkest moments, what is it that helps push you through to the next day? Well, for me, I, I go back to my darker moments. Okay, you know, right. Like, it helps to look like, back, you right? Know, I look JC back. JCPenney so jeans. Like, my okay. life's been so rough. Like, when I'm having a bad day now, right. I compare it to the, the bad days I used to have, right, it's right, not right. so bad not anymore. So bad. Right, right. You know, so but, look back in time. That's a, that's a really good thing because uh, sometimes when I've hit adversity, I just look back at pictures from when I was younger and the adolescence and the challenges I was really going through yeah. then versus now, these are solvable problems and now you have relationships and you have experience. Yeah. That, that's a really good point. So look back anytime you're feeling that, that wall up against that goal or everyone's pushing back and you feel like you're just going to get defeated and, and taken out. Uh, that's that's really good advice. You, you got to just just dig deep. It's like you know you just have to to reach really far within. Like in 2013, the show aired um, season one. We had just started season two, and and that's when I got the email from the network. There was a viewer, a registered nurse out of Texas, actually, right. that was watching the show, and she noticed a lump on my neck. Turns out I had full blown stage three thyroid cancer. Right. Um, and then a few weeks later, through further testing, we found out I had testicular cancer. So 2013 was a very scary year. And sure. I remember getting the call from the network because I had contracts. They're like, we understand the show's over, no right, problem. And I was right. like, what, do you, what show's over? Right. Show's just getting started. Right, right. So if you watch Flip or Flop, right. I filmed through thyroid cancer. I filmed through testicular cancer. I filmed through a horrific back injury. I filmed right. through back surgery. Sure. I filmed through a very public divorce. 
Right. And I'm still kicking today. I'm right. still thriving. Right. You right. know, and, and that's the thing with life, you know. Shit happens. You yeah. just got to keep fighting. You yes, know, that's absolutely. the thing. You just got to fight for yourself right, and your right, family. Right. That's incredible advice, Tarek, because a lot of people, they may not know that and realize those challenges that you've been through. And it really gives inspiration for our audience, because if you look at the blood artery of the economy here in the United States, there's over 30 million registered businesses. A lot of these are solo entrepreneurs. They're entrepreneurs yeah. that face challenges every day. They feel defeated. But here's a living example of rising to such enormous success. And it's not just with the viewership and the TV show, but what you've been able to, to overcome and now share with a wider community. Yeah, so, and, and, yeah, I, and I, just want, I just want to say this, yeah. like all my success or everything I've done, right. in my mind, it's nothing. Right. I, I'm just barely getting started. We're right. scratching the surface here. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. I, I am That's so huge. passionate about real estate sure. and, and being an entrepreneur right, right. And, and just giving back to the world that I'm just on a mission to right. just, you know, live this life the best way I right. can live it and just help as many people as I can. And before we get into your new organization, TEM Capital, let's talk a little bit about finding that perfect fixer-upper to flip. Now, is that like, is there like a scientific formula you have, like your methodology is one of a kind, or do you use variables that are widely known in the market? Can you tell us a little bit about your magic? Well, well both, but there is one thing I have that other people don't have. Okay. It's the Tariq El Musa name. Okay, okay. Right. I of built course. a right. brand. Yes. And that brand rewards us on a daily basis. Yeah. And that's why there's such a great opportunity in real estate today, especially when working with me. We right. leverage yeah. the brand and, and sellers want to work with us and sellers right. call us. Absolutely. And, and it, it really helps. Yeah. But outside of just utilizing the brand I've built over the last 10 years, right. you know, we have outgoing marketing campaigns. We have outbound prospecting campaigns. So we are a full real estate company. Right, right. And I think real estate is such a great asset to invest into because you get to live in it. Yeah. You know, and you could, you know, buy stock. I think stock and equities are good too. But a real estate is, is an emotional relationship you have with a physical structure. And there's so many components that go into a residential dwelling. And to be able to be part of that down to the studs and then to see it all come together, it, it's an amazing experience. Tell us a little bit about everything that's happened this year. Now, this this is like a flip or flop year, right? Yeah. So. I expected real estate to get sucker punched, yet what's happened is this enormous growth. And do you see it where just certain regions like Southern California or Florida or certain markets are doing extremely well? Or do you see this happening across the country? You know, it's, it's kind of across the board right now, and that's due to inflation and super low interest rates and right. a lack of inventory. Right, right. So, you know, a lot of interesting things have happened because of the pandemic. I did th think we were going to see a big crash, and right. the opposite happened. Opposite happened. Uh, the real estate market's on fire, buyers right. are buying, and the rates are low, and it's just going up. Right. And do you see a lot of international investments coming in. I mean, it seems like uh, the Asian markets, China, there's a lot of people that are buying up, you know, we both live in Southern California. A uh, lot of homes in my neighborhood are being bought by Chinese Americans or people from outside of the country. Any thoughts on that? My thoughts are smart people are investing in real estate. Right, absolutely. So tell us a little bit about TEM Capital as we wrap up this interview. Uh, I'm very intrigued with this new business and, and excited to share with our audience. I am so excited to announce the launch of TEM Capital. Over the past 10 years, you've watched me flip hundreds of houses in my hometown of Southern California. In addition to flipping hundreds of houses since 2010, I've been acquiring houses throughout the country, renovating them, then leasing them to families who need a home to rent. We currently manage hundreds of properties and we're offering accredited investors the opportunity to invest with us. If you want the opportunity to flip homes and collect cash flow from rentals, but don't have the time or network to do it yourself, 
join us at TEM Capital. We're offering accredited investors the opportunity to invest in a fund that will acquire a national portfolio of single-family rentals. You've seen me do it on TV for years, and now it's time to do it with me. The primary objective of TEM Capital is to generate excellent risk-adjusted returns for shareholders by leveraging Tarek El Moussa's brand and national relationships and TEM Capital's operational expertise and proven technology platform. We have a niche for finding opportunities that other investors do not have access to. I've been Tarek's house flipping partner since he started. Tarek and I have grown our national portfolio of rental properties and are excited to finally open the opportunity to outside investors. Our competitive edge is we are able to find value and acquire properties at a significant discount. People have been watching me on TV and throughout the years, people come up to me all the time on the streets like, Tarek, we love your show. We right, want right. to invest with you. Sure. And I'm thinking, oh, no, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> right. like I don't like, right. how do you, I didn't even know how to do that. Like, I don't need partners. I already right. have money. I have right. a business partner. Sure. And, and then as time was on, I realized that I can build this company and I can start partnering with people to flip houses with me or invest in real estate with me. Right. So now with TEM Capital, people can't, don't, don't only get to watch me do it anymore, they can actually do it with me. Right, oh, that's awesome. And so are you looking at making investments across the country or in sub-markets, a little bit more on, on the fund? Any, any thoughts there? Absolutely, we are gonna be buying in the hottest markets across the country with the best rents, the best job growth, and the best future potential. Right, so uh, for our viewing audience, you know, they're probably looking around their home just trying to figure out what are the areas within my own house that I can really invest in and, and grow value. Would you say start with your master bathroom or, or the kitchen? Are there specific areas if you can't do the whole house? Yeah, just you know, curious. It kind of depends on budget. You know, if, right. if the budget's small, it is amazing what a good paint job will do. Right. It's amazing what new flooring will do. So like in bathrooms, for example, you know, to redo a shower wall, it gets very expensive, right? But to redo a bathroom floor, it's not right. that expensive. Right. Right. So right. on a house that has like a white tile shower wall, do a nice pattern tile oh, on definitely. the floor. And the best part is, it's really easy to do. Sure, sure, absolutely. So like landscaping, cleaning up landscaping makes a big difference. Watering your lawn makes right, a big right, difference. Right, it's right. little things. Awesome. So if you're interested in following up with Tarek on his new investment, TEM Capital, you have the information right down below. Uh, if you love our content, share with your friends, subscribe on our channel, hit the little bell so you can get uh, more of our episodes sent to you. And Tarek, one of my favorite things to do at the very end of an interview is to do one word. So one word comes out of my mouth uh -oh. and the first thought in your head, you got to shoot back. And I learned this from my friend, uh, Ann Lunas, who's the chief marketing officer of Adobe. And she's done this to Ryan Gosling, to George Clooney. And it's funny what happens on stage, okay? Right. And I'm not prepared with these. So I'm gonna just throw a couple words out and let's just see what happens. House. Home. Orange County. Home. <laughs> Real estate. My life. Las Vegas. Last weekend. Tomorrow. Excited. With that, we wrap up our interview with Tarek El Moussa, and I appreciate you for tuning in tonight, and uh, I'll talk to you soon, and All I'll right. talk to you soon. Thank you, we're done.